The Permian Basin is an abundant oil and gas producing area. Already one of the world's leading oil producing regions, the area in West Texas and southeastern New Mexico will continue to be America's main source for energy independence. But who are the leaders behind this economic powerhouse? And what is their story? This is Permian Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Escamilla. Today's show is sponsored by NOV. NOV delivers technology-driven solutions to empower the global energy industry. For more than 150 years, NOV has pioneered innovations that enable its customers to safely produce abundant energy while minimizing environmental impact. The energy industry depends on NOV's deep expertise and technology to continually improve oil field operations and assist in efforts to advance the energy transition towards a more sustainable future. NOV powers the industry that powers the world. Coming up later in our show, we'll have a giveaway announcement from our sponsor. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. I am so glad you're here. I hope your week is uh, treating you well. And hey, summer is off to a great start. Yay, summer. I'm sitting here today in Midland, Texas with Brad Remley. Brad is the Vice President of Operations in the Permian for ArchRock. Brad, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Great setup. Appreciate the time. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to hearing your story and all the great things that ArchRock is doing here in the Permian. But first, I want to ask everyone to help our show out by taking a few minutes and to leave a nice review in iTunes. We love those five-star reviews. We also love emails like this one from Kathy. Kathy said, this podcast helped me a great deal. I recently started my own oil and gas journey after being let go from the service industry through COVID. I've enjoyed hearing how others started and their inspiring stories of what worked for them. It gave me tips on what to work on and how to succeed in this business. Thank you and keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Kathy, for those kind words. I love hearing that because that's what this is all about. We learn from each other. So thank you so much. All right. Brad Remley is with us today. Brad, tell me how you got started in the oil and gas industry. Oh, it's it's <laughs> definitely been a journey. So I will tell you that it, it wasn't my first choice. It chose me. So I actually went to college to do radio and television, very similar to where you got your start. Which I knew when I heard your voice. I said, <laughs> hey, you have a broadcasting background, don't you? <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, and absolutely. You, you nailed it. So went and did that for three and a half years and then realized maybe that wasn't exactly where I wanted to take my career and only because I idolized Dan Rather. And that was right. that was that was who I wanted to be, just that guy that you aspired to be. And absolutely. So, Ultimately, I realized that I wasn't serious enough. I was more of a sports guy or a weather guy, and I wasn't good at weather, and I'm not overly engaged in sport. <laughs> so I realized very quickly that I wasn't going to be the guy that was ever going to anchor the evening news. Gotcha. I just didn't have that assertiveness and you know steadfastness that's required. So- um, you would have been a great morning anchor, though, I have to say. As a, as a morning anchor myself, I would say you would have had fun on a morning show. <laughs> but you got to get up really early. Oh, way too early, that, which is why I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so at that point, I decided to jump over to business school. And from there, ended up being an accountant with KPMG, one of the big four firms. Yes. Did that for a number of years. And then at that point in time, my wife and I were living in Pearland, Texas, and here we are in Houston. Well, Houston's sort of the energy capital of the United States. Yes. So, I mean, as any 24-year-old kid, my life, the die is cast. This is where I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Right. Might as well get into the oil business. Might as well. And so that's what I did. And <laughs> actually was able to join the organization that I'm with today, 15 years ago, and join them as a, just an, an auditor. 
of wow. all things, lowest of the low. Nobody wants to talk or be friends with those guys. You know, they they just cause problems <laughs> and got a job at working for a natural gas compression company. But obviously you asked the right questions. You worked your way up. You're now the vice president of operations mm-hmm. here in the Permian Basin. Yes. That is fantastic. Can you let's talk a little bit about what our truck does and and just a little short history on on how it became what it is today. Sure. So we are the leading provider of natural gas services in the oil field. And that we're spread across the entire United States. We've got a little over 3,700 compressors operating throughout. Here in the Permian Basin, about 1,100 compressors, 1.3 million. I know that didn't horsepower. Doesn't really mean a whole lot when we're talking <laughs> to folks that are outside of the gas compression world, but right. it's it's a big business. And you know the way that I tell people, they go, what do you do? And it's very simple. I say, I move money. Okay, That's what I do. That gets people's- It gets uh, people's it, brains interest going. Yeah. Because that's that's ultimately, you know, you've got the wellhead mm-hmm. where the product is coming out and you've got a pipeline that essentially takes it to a sales point. Well, wow. in between is my compressor. Okay. And so lots of stress. It's a big responsibility. Customers put a lot of faith in us because mm-hmm. we are- we're in control of the revenue stream. And if without the compressor, they're not making the money. Correct. Obviously that's when people say, you know, that dollar bills come in at 50 pounds of pressure and they leave at 1300. Wow. So we move money. That's what we do. That's fantastic. What a great answer and a great elevator story. You know, my husband and I always talk about what's your elevator story that you can tell someone in 15 seconds (laughs) before you get off the floor. And that's it. Move money. That's it. That's wonderful. Let's talk about the Permian and their involvement, Artrock's involvement here in the Permian. How long have you been here? So funny story. We moved here full time in 2017. So at the height, right? Everything's just, just crazy. But prior prior to that, I lived in the lovely Homewood Suites just on the other side of Sam's Club (laughs) for two years. Gotcha. So uh, (laughs) I like how you said that. The lovely. (laughs) Yes. Hey, listen, you know, I had a first floor room, which is coveted and only only given to those that have, you know, long-term stays. And Uh I always, I never visioned myself moving out here, right? I was living in Fort Worth at the time and, and I'm an army brat. So we had moved my entire life, which my oil field career has taken on the exact same trajectory as my dad's career as a pilot, right? right so right. just bouncing from base to base, yeah. bouncing from play to play. We were living in Fort Worth at the time and had been there for six years, longest stint ever in my life that I had been in one place. You're like, wow, I have roots. It was six it was years. Pretty neat. Yeah. I like I actually have <laughs> friends that text and call me. Right. This is great. But Ultimately, you see the writing on the wall. I was managing the Haynesville Shale, the Barnett Shale, and was traveling out here and living in the Homewood Suites, managing the Permian Basin mm-hmm. from a sales perspective at the time. And the writing's on the wall. This is the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's going to continue to be the Super Bowl. Like many of us in the oil field, we want stability for our families. Mm-hmm. And the Permian Basin provides stability second to none anywhere else in any of the other plays. So at that point, I said, hey, let's go west. And we did. Go West, young man. Go West. And it has been the absolute, professionally, socially, this community and this Mm -hmm. business offers so much if you're just willing to put yourself out there. Absolutely. It really does. What what do you think are the differences between those different shales? You mentioned, you know, because the Permian, I feel since I've only been here in the Permian, Mm -hmm. I'm not as familiar with the others. What is the difference between the Liquids. That's it. (laughs) That's Um, it. (laughs) (laughs) That is it. So the Haynesville and the Barnett, dry gas. And dry gas obviously trades very low. Mm -hmm. It's not not as lucrative as NGLs and oil. Okay. And so, you know, one big thing for me to learn coming from the Barnett to the Permian was 
the challenges that liquids, you know, give you in my business, which is compressing. Right. You can't compress liquids. It's just impossible. The metal breaks before the liquid does. So there's just a whole lot to learn. And the Permian's been around for a really long time, but but never to the extent that that we've exploited it over since what, 2016, right. where it just absolutely erupted in the way that it did. And so what I really love about this place is there is a great local community mm-hmm. and the locals are very inclusive. You know, when I was living in, I've lived in some of the most beautiful places, beautiful, let me put it this way, most beautiful places the oil field has to offer. Right. Okay. So I got to do Fort Worth, mm-hmm. which is a great city. Absolutely. Um, Everybody loves that. I got to do Durango, Colorado. Ooh. Not bad. Not bad at all. And I got to do Denver, Colorado. Again. Again. Not bad. Right. So, and and of course, Houston. But, you know, those communities have such a diverse economy Mm -hmm. that you're just this small little piece of the puzzle. And again, they're well-rooted. It's difficult to make friends. So I've lived in some of the most beautiful places on the planet and never been more lonely. Right. And that is the complete opposite here in the Permian Basin. Did I ever imagine, you know, oceanfront property? No, <laughs> never, never thought I'd have that opportunity. But Especially but, not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But man, the kids, yeah. it's a very young community. Yes. Which is interesting when you talk about how, how established the Permian Basin has been. But in the last four years, people just like myself have said, hey, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. I only want to play in the biggest game. So let's go west and provide. And that's what we've, yeah. we've done. Been a great move. That's a great way to look at it. This We are. This is the Super Bowl mm-hmm. of oil and gas. It truly is. And, you know, you mentioned that the longevity, and I know that Arch Rock has been around since, what, the 50s? Is oh, yeah. Right? We're, we're going on 70 years. Wow. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that is a long time, you know, definitely established. You know, just by reading on the website, you know, how have you evolved through the years and made are some of the original founders still in it you know what how how has that looked for our truck yeah so so definitely not the original founders we do go back 30 or 40 years with some guys that are still that are still around wow. but we are essentially just a conglomerate of lots of small vendors that over time have piled in to become the the very large organization that we are today right. we used to grow almost more from m a Mm-hmm. But today we've figured out the secret sauce and over the last several years, it's been truly organic. And that's, in my opinion, man, that's something to really hang your hat on when you grow organically. Absolutely. And it must be working. You're, it's working. How, how many employees do you have? How big of a company are you? Sure. So North America wide, 1300 mm-hmm. employees wow. here locally in, in the Permian, we've got 160 or so. Now that's just on the contract compression side. So we do more than just rental compression. We do third-party services. Mm -hmm. That's another 30 or so. And then we've got a large-scale shop that does, obviously, make-readies on my particular type of equipment, as well as, you know, performs the same services for customers who own their own compression. Okay. And you know how the world works. I was on my way here on Loop 250, and I swear an Arch Rock truck drove right by me. And I was like... How crazy is that? I'm going, I'm going to podcast right now with yeah. our truck. And that's what I love about the Permian is the people. And you and I were talking earlier about the community and, and golf and golf tournaments are big here. Mm-hmm. And how has our truck immersed itself into the Permian? And yeah. because it is such a welcoming community. It is. And it's taken me some time to be completely honest to, to break that code, right? At some point, you can only organically grow your business so much but then you've got to think about the community that you serve mm-hmm. and you've got to invest back in it. And, and so that's really our focus has been over the last 18 months or so 
as a business unit. And so from, you know, investing in doing cook teams or golf tournaments or things like that to mm-hmm. help raise money for a volunteer fire department or to be a part of Make-A-Wish or Sky High for Kids, yes. you know, and, and I think that's the other thing that people have to realize about Midland is that when you talk about getting involved, it's actually really, really easy. Mm-hmm. We're a small community and everybody just like is looking for volunteers. You don't have to be some, you know, a highfalutin citizen of Midland to be a part of a committee. You really don't. Right. This community values down to earth people. Absolutely. And boy, they value common sense. <laughs> which, um, which isn't it nice? <laughs> yes, it really is nice. And and so that's what I tell everybody. If you want to be involved, go put your name in the hat. And it was funny. The other day I was sitting around with a couple of friends and they were looking at the previous sponsors for Sky High. Mm-hmm. And across came my name. And they were like, wait, I know that guy. I know that guy. Give him to me. I'll go chase him for a sponsorship. Right, right. right. But nowhere else. You can't do that in Houston. Right. You can't do that in Denver. But you have access to be really engaged and involved in in things here in the Permian Basin that I've never seen anywhere else. Absolutely. And I I understand you're also serving on the Midland College Diesel and Energy Board. Yes. Love Midland College. They do so many fantastic things and just such a gem in our community. Mm-hmm. What was it about that board that made you say, hey, I want to go join that? Oh, man. Again, we, we talk common sense and, <laughs> and they get it, right? Yeah. What's neat about what they do is they have such a breadth of programs to offer kids. Mm-hmm. There's from diesel to energy to nursing. They've just got so many facets that, you know, just go and, and learn a trade. Right. The folks that chair really care. Yeah. I mean, they really, really do. And I'd be remiss to say that it's somewhat self-serving, right, in my world. And I'll be honest about that because we've got to continue to inspire, mm-hmm. cultivate folks that like to work with their hands. Right. It's important. And educate I mean, that next generation. Educate the next generation. Right. And if we fail to do that, we can't do hardly any of the stuff that we do out here in the Permian Basin because it's it's a logistical challenge, right? It's mm-hmm. it's trucks, it's knowledge, it's hands, it's a full gas tank, and I'm on the air, so I won't tell you what that means. <laughs> but uh, but you know, I mean, it's just something that folks can really learn and benefit from out of the Midland College program. Great, Fantastic. great folks over there. Fantastic. I want to ask you because I know you since you've been in the business for so long, a lot of people are either just now getting in or they're coming back after COVID, you know, coming back into the business. What advice would you give them on how they can have a successful career and find what it is that fuels their fire and and their passion? You know, what I always tell folks is what people really value out here in the Permian Basin is, is kind of an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. Right, it's the Super Bowl, so you got to you got to kind of know how to run your route. You got to mm-hmm. know how to how to make the play. That's inherent knowledge that you need to have. So where I go with that is really it's it's a matter of you need to find the five things that you love to do every single day. Figure out what those are mm-hmm. and figure out how you can incorporate those into your nine to five. Oh, I like that. You know? Yes. That, is, it, that it, is good advice. If it's being on the air right here talking with you, mm-hmm. if it's leading men or training somebody out in the field, don't wait for somebody to tell you to do that. Mm-hmm. Remember, success is built off of value. Right. The more value you provide, the more successful you will be. It's not success comes and then you provide value. It's That's not the way the equation works. Mm-hmm. So five, the five things that you love, figure out how to incorporate those in your day. Do absolutely do not deviate from them because they'll keep you engaged. They'll keep you focused. You'll go home at night and you'll say, man, that was a lot of fun instead of what a beat down. Right. Right. So that's do the five things that you love. Figure out the three things Mm -hmm. that your boss 
absolutely his pinch points are that right. he wants you to do. Right, that he loves right. for you to do. <laughs> for, exactly. And execute on those eight things every day. And guess that. what? The sky's the limit. But never compromise on what it is that, that you love. And if you've got a job where you're sitting there going, man, I, there's no way in the world that I can incorporate the five things that I love to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the right job. Right. Go find another one. There's another one out there. There's that another you one can. out there. Right. And right. don't be afraid to chase that. Now, you know, and so many folks get caught into the spin cycle mm-hmm. of doing something that they don't love. Right. And, because, um, well, you know, and, and you have kids, I have kids, mm-hmm. you know, we have to, we have to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> we, have, we have to feed them, clothe them, put them in school. And so you do. Sometimes you get caught up in that, okay, I have to do this to get the money. But if you do what you love to do, Mm-hmm. That will come. Right. And I think that's so important to to hear at a younger age, because I wish someone had mentioned that a little earlier, you know. And sure. So I think that that's a good thing to mention is, that, you know, find those five things, incorporate them in your day. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm going to probably share that again. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is good. I always love to hear what it is that leaders do in their own organizations that kind of you know, have worked for them. Is there one thing in particular you've done with your team members that you would say, hey, if there's, if this is the one thing you could do as a leader, here it is, what would it be? Listen. Oh, that's good. It's always about listening. And for my team members that may listen to this, they'll go, he's way (laughs) off base. (laughs) Because inherently you can hear I like to talk. But, you know, I'll share a story and, and many people have probably heard this story before and it goes back to Nelson Mandela, right? And they went to Nelson Mandela and they said, hey, why are you, how did you become such a phenomenal leader? I mean, how did you do it? And he goes, well, I watched my dad. And so his dad was a chief and he always said, my dad always spoke last Hmm. and always listened to what everybody had to say. And, And one thing that somebody told me at the end of the day is just listen. At the end of the day, you've got final veto power. Right. But more often than not, what you were gonna say anyways has already been put on the table by those that you lead. Mm -hmm. And when that's the case, right? Mm -hmm. People start to, number one, it creates a level of comfort and Mm -hmm. confidence that they can speak, throw out silly ideas, great ideas, conversate, just whatever it is. So you create an environment of safe knowledge sharing, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then when you start to actually, you know, capture their ideas, put them, implement them as if they were your own or your own idea, man, the sky's the limit. There's a level Mm -hmm. of engagement there. So it's something that I've had to learn over my career because I've always been kind of, no, I love making a plan and I love executing a plan. Mm -hmm. And and like most, oh, I think my plan's the best. Right. Right. We all uh, do, right? That's why, that's why it's our plan. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And what I've learned over, over the years is, is that I am absolutely not the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) And it's really important for me to surround myself with with those that provide different skill sets and different ways of looking at things. I mean, you wake up and see the world in a completely different view than I do every single day. We see things differently, but there's value in that. No one way is right. Absolutely. Love that. I'm sitting here today in Midland, Texas with Brad Remley. Brad is the Vice President of Operations for the Permian for Archrock. And we're having such a great conversation. We're gonna we're gonna get back to some of your your leadership questions in Mm -hmm. just a minute. But first, I want to talk about what you listen to, because I always think it's important to know what leaders are listening to. So do you have a favorite podcast or a book that you you know think has kind of shaped you? So we'll start with podcasts, but I will tell you the best before I tell you what that one is. And I think it's it's how I built this. I love how I built this. Yes. Yes. Um, Guy Guy Rosner. Yeah. 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 Guy Rosner. When you see his picture, you're like, that's not at all what I thought he looked like. See, I've never seen him. Now I have to go Google him. You got to go Google him. Yeah. Because he's got a cool voice. (laughs) Great voice. Oh, great voice. Yeah. 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 Definitely not what you think he looked like. But anyways, so love to hear that 
because it's entrepreneurial. Guys just say, go find what you love and figure it out. You know, again, add value to the world. Success will come. It just takes time. And in this, in today's culture, that's really hard to convince people of, right? right. Because we all think tomorrow's our last day and that's just not the case. I mean, right. it could be, but you know, right. but God willing, right? It's exactly. not. So, but I will tell you that YouTube is clearly the best invention that I've ever, ever come across. Not just because I like to do handyman stuff in right. the background, right? That's uh-huh. what kind of satisfies me on that side, outside of work. But there's so much great leadership content on mm-hmm. YouTube and Instead of wasting your four hours a day looking at videos of people falling down or or just dancing on TikTok or watching. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just wasting your time doing that, there's so much content that's available to you that can just really get your motor going. And so I'll be honest with you, I listen to old school guys mm-hmm. and I'm not as exactly I mean, like Tony Robbins, old school, old school, you, old, even to- older. Tony's, Zig yeah. Ziglar. Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn. Okay. You're talking about Miles Monroe. Okay. Right. Oh gosh. Les Brown. Oh, I love Les Brown. Um, Les is great. Yeah. Yeah. What was yeah. it say? If you uh, shoot for the moon and if you miss, you're still amongst the stars. Yes. Right. And, uh, love Les. but you know, one thing that is really interesting is the other day and it'll be like Saturday mornings. I'll listen to the same thing over and over again, Mm -hmm. because that's the only way that it sticks Mm -hmm. for me. And what I find really interesting is if you can listen to something over and over again and not turn it off, Mm -hmm. oh my God, you need to keep listening to it over and over (laughs) again, because there's something about that that really resonates with you. And the other day I shared one with just my team, you know, it's like Saturday morning, I was sitting there doing some work on the computer, turned on YouTube and boom, I said, wow, this is one I've got to share. And it was Miles Monroe. There's so much phenomenal content out there. You know, listen, new age guys, Simon Sinek, Okay. Folks like that, you know, The Infinite Game is a great read if you get a chance to read that because it really helps you modify your perspective that there is no finish line in business. Right. Right. There's daily wins Mm -hmm. and there's things to high five about, but there's no finish line. So quit approaching it that way. Like once we get here, we're done. You're not done. Right. We have a sign up here. I'll I'll show you every day is day one. Uh Uh-huh. Because it is. The truth. It is there every day. And I'm sure I think we got it from... Was it Jeff Bezos? Maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry if whoever I'm misquoting, but every day sure. is day one because there is no finish line. You're start, you know, you start over and you've got to keep doing your best every single day. And there's one common theme when you listen to any of those folks, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you go into Bezos or to Elon Musk, because they've got tons of content out yes. there. When you listen to all the sharks, because now they've blown up on yeah. YouTube with I mean, they're considered, you know, enthusiasts on leadership right. because of their platform. Right. But you know, one thing that everybody has to learn is that it's okay to fail. Right. It's absolutely okay to fail. What's not okay is that you don't get back up. That's what's not okay. You can't let failure beat you. And then another big thing is you can't make the same mistake twice. Right. <laughs> that failure had to count for something. You better learn something from That's it. That's right. And, and if it uh, keeps coming back, you haven't learned it yet. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> and, and we've all done that, right? We all have kids. Always, yes. We were all kids once. Why didn't yes. that work? But no, that's, I spend, and I'm not joking, probably four to six hours a week Mm, there is great. no radio in my car. It's strictly YouTube over Bluetooth. When I'm sitting in front of my computer, it's just playing in the background. No joke. Every single morning, the iPhone's set outside the shower yeah. and just sitting there playing. Maybe I'll capture something new. Right. Something that'll motivate me for that day right. and something maybe that I could share. Right. Because as you and I've recognized, we we like to we like to share. Right. Sometimes people are looking for that, you know? And, Absolutely. and if you can touch one person. In a week, in a month, in a year, you've made an impact, and that's a good thing. 
Could not agree more. That's why I love quotes. I post a quote on my story every day because even if it just helps one person that day, or if it helps Mm -hmm. five, it helps a hundred. Fantastic. But you never know who needs to hear that that day. And so do you have a favorite quote? So yes. And it is attitude determines altitude. Yes. And that's another Miles Monroe, right? Now he says it in a whole long winded 40 minute deal. But when you take that, man, it does. If you've got a bad attitude, your altitude's going to be really low. <laughs> and if so you true. got a great attitude, your altitude's going to be really high. And it does absolutely determine your altitude. So another one is, this is a Les Brown when he talks about pigeons and eagles. Mm-hmm. If you're seeing yourself surrounded by a bunch of cackling pigeons or hens or whatever, you're flying too low mm. because eagles are the leaders of the sky and it's a very lonely spot. They often fly solo. So when you start to see too many pigeons down there and too much cackling gossip and nonsense, you're flying too low. You got to pull up the nose. Love that. All good. All good. We have so much more we could talk about. We are running out of time. Can you believe it? 25 minutes already went by like that. But I want to ask you, what is it that you think makes Artrox stand out amongst your competitors? Ah, It's a great question. And it's the people. You know, I can go and talk about infrastructure, logistics, you know, I've got all of this stuff, better, better parts arrangements and things like that, that help me provide world-class uptime. But at the end of the day, boils down to people that love what they do, that don't mind sharing it with their brothers over here to just basically, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. And what we try to do is, is take that entrepreneurial spirit. If that's something you love to do, let me help foster that in the organization, Mm -hmm. because if you truly love that man, people are going to listen and it's going to elevate all the boats. And so we try to put people that love to lead. Leadership is really big in our organization. And I'll be honest with you, we stretch bandwidth a lot. We are so capable of so much more. Each and every one of us are. We all waste time during the day. There's always things that when our head hits the pillows on a Friday night, you know, I could have done that better. Or man, next week, next week, I'm going to get that, right? And so we are really big on challenging Mm -hmm. folks so that their bandwidth can stretch because we are all so capable. It's our job as a leader and as an organization to give people the opportunity to really shine, to add that value. I love that you said that because nothing will reinforce that more than on Sunday morning when you get your screen time and it breaks down where you spent your time for the week. (laughs) Oh, spent a little more, you know, a little more than I should have on Facebook or, you know, but that's, that is a great point to bring up. I just want to thank you for your time. This has been fantastic to learn more about Artrock and your leadership skills. If someone wants to reach out to you, how can they do that? Sure. So, you know, we've obviously Mm artrock.com. If you want to reach out to me directly, it's bradford.remley at artrock.com and on LinkedIn. So certainly explore that way. And and I've been here long enough and made enough friends organizationally, I can get you the right spot. So uh, I may not be the end all be all with what you're looking for, but we are a large company with a small company mentality and we're here to help. So definitely reach out. We can get you where you need to go. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Any final words before you go make that tea time? I know you've got, you've got a big, you've got a golf tournament you're supporting today. Yes, absolutely. No, no final words. I think your cause is great. And I appreciate the opportunity to sit here and share a little bit about myself and about our organization. Thank well, you. you really did. I learned a lot and thank you for your time. Sure. And I wish you the best, continued success to you and your future. And if anybody would like more information, of course, go to archrock.com. Brad, it was a pleasure. Thank you so thank you much. much. I appreciate you. Well, it's now time to announce this week's community MVP. And our MVP this week is Keep Midland Beautiful and Endeavor Energy Resources. Endeavor employees recently rallied together to clean up their eight-acre adopt-a-spot 
spot, they picked up 12 contractor bags of trash in just two hours. Piece of cake when you get the team together, right? Well, Endeavor is proud to support Keep Midland Beautiful with their efforts to support educating and engaging Midlanders in litter prevention, beautification, recycling, waste management, and local school recycling. Thank you so much for making our community better. And if you would like more information on how you can join all you need to do is go to keepmidlandbeautiful.org or keep Odessa. We have a keepodessabeautiful.org as well. So let's all keep the West Texas land beautiful together. We can do it together. All right, a special thank you to our sponsor, NOV. As you know, NOV powers the industry that powers the world. And you can stay up to date on the latest and what they're doing in the Permian and beyond by following NOV on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's okay to spend your time there, right? (laughs) It's okay. Your screen time will not dislike you for doing that. Also be on the lookout for their upcoming podcast, Inside Out with Asad Mohana. And that is on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to listen. And don't forget, you can win a combination briefcase backpack convertible bag to take you from the field to the office by entering the week weekly giveaway at nov.com slash Permian. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for sharing your time and also for sharing our podcast. I really appreciate each and every one of you. I know that I enjoy hearing from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook. It's at Krista Escamilla. And if there's someone's story you'd like to hear, please let me know and I will reach out to them and we'll get them behind this microphone so they can share their story and we can all learn together. That's it for this week's episode of Permian Perspective, the story behind the oil and gas leaders in the Permian Basin. Remember my mottos, dream big, believe, and never give up. You make it a great day. Hey everybody, it's Savannah from OGGN and here are the events on deck for June 2021. This month, we have six events, but if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our events newsletter. We send it out every month, and it includes more info about the events that I talk about here. We even include events that occurred two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. This month, OGGN will be hosting two events. One is online and one is in person. For our online event, we're hosting a live stream titled Deal Value Creation, M&A and ONG. This is going to be on June the 2nd. And for our in-person event, we're relaunching our happy hours. It's been far too long since we had a good happy hour, so I'm sure plenty of you will be excited to hear that our next happy hour will be at the Cannon in Houston, Texas on June 24th. At this event, you'll be able to meet some of OGGN's hosts and network with other oil and gas industry professionals, all while enjoying great food and drinks. We hope to see you there. Other than OGGN's events, we have two in-person and two online events. First up, we have our two in-person events, which are the Energy Capital Conference on June 2nd at the Omni Houston Hotel and the U.S. Police and Fire Championships from June 10th to the 21st. The Police and Fire Championships will be hosted in multiple locations, so make sure to check out our events newsletter for more information about that. Next, we have our two online events, the first being the Post-Industrial Summit Series. This event actually started on May 4th, but it'll be ending later this month on June 22nd, so there's still plenty to see. And our second online event is the Big Data Industry Summit from June 9th to 10th. If you have any questions about these events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for June. I hope you guys have a great month and thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week for another episode of Permian Perspective, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at www.oggn.com.